fuck? Well, we got to start this. All right, let's go. Um, how about some intro music? Am I on the right board here? I'm going to call Bird after this. Yeah, okay. I don't know. I hope the audio is cool with that. But even if well, it isn't, we'll figure it out. All subject matter of the preceding podcast is entirely alleged and not admissible in a court of law. A recklessly minimal effort has been taken to change the names and details of any guilty parties. And just in case you bastards get any ideas, the hosts of this podcast are notorious and well-documented liars with no legally admissible credibility. This is Mama C, and you're listening to Notes from the Pin Podcast. Welcome to prison, bitch. Hello, Mama C. And greetings from the prison industrial complex. You're listening to the Notes from the Pen podcast. I am the captain of this wayward ship, Captain Freddie Schnertz, and I'll, of course, along the, with with me, I have Chino, our favorite convict. What's up, Bobby? Hey, just uh, coming out of uh, the end of uh, my first scabies quarantine. But we're not out of it yet, and it was... Uh, Oh, I hate Dan Hill ain't even the way to describe it. This is a calculated monstrosity of a shit show. But, uh, yeah, I'm here, and uh, it's been a minute since we were able to chop it up, and since I was able to really talk to anyone. So, uh, hello to all the viewers and the captain, too. We haven't been able to kick it much. Yeah, so behind the scenes, uh, just so the, the viewers will know, I haven't been able to talk to Bobby. Bobby hasn't been able to get out to a phone. He doesn't have property. It's like 10 degrees out there. So I got like a note, a text message from Mama C saying, you know, hey, Bobby was able to call me for a short minute, but, you know, he doesn't have the clothes to go outside to use the phone. And the inside phones were like all jacked up or the lines are long. Uh, Jen sent me a message saying somewhat of the same thing. So, uh, yeah, so I haven't talked to you in like four or five days. And I don't know if I'll be able to talk to you any later today. So we're like, uh, you know, holy shit, let's hurry up and record something because who knows, you know, kick Dan Hill going on at yeah. Parnell. And we don't know if you're going to get to be able to use the phone. We don't know if further sanctions or I, I don't know. Who, who do you know anybody with scabies? No, no, I don't. Uh, Jen looked some stuff up and said that there that it was on the on the old internet. She it said that there are sixty cases here, but I think most of them are up on the hill uh, in this one unit where all sex offenders are. They keep them all in one unit. And uh, I don't know if it's karma. Or what it is, but it seems to be uh, that that has been the outbreaks over the last couple of years is up in the child molester or sexual predator unit. And uh, it's also transmitted through stuff like that. So uh, I'm not a mathematician, but one plus one equals behavior at some point, right? Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, as a, while we're talking about surfing the internet, and this is just a brief aside, did you get to see any of the information about uh, some shit going down at St. Louis? facility in michigan no and i don't know if we're depending on how what's going on and how hectic it is we might not want to draw too much heat talking about it right now oh i don't think it's anything that's uh okay yeah all right well it just prisoners prisoners getting uh i don't know that i don't know that they called it a full-blown riot but one whole oh yeah no we we shouldn't be oh okay yeah we shouldn't be talking about that it's on the news uh, yeah, when they block TV channels and uh, oh, you're not supposed it, to know the fact about that, that it's type on of the shit? news. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, and they're not gonna, you know. Okay. 
Okay. Well, they've been reasonable here about about not talking with us. You know what I mean? And uh, that's definitely when I wrote into Kinross, I had that word you just said written on a piece of paper, and they had just had one there, and I was there like you can't. This it was like a drawing of a tattoo I was gonna get, and they were like, "This is yeah, that's like a real like nuclear area to even like talk about." And I don't think we need to draw that heat right now. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah, I'm with you. And just so the viewers know, I always let Bobby. Uh, you know, you you steer the ship when it comes to what we're what the institution. You have one minute remaining. What the institution may not want us to be uh, talking about. I don't. Uh, I didn't know that that was probably a taboo. I just thought it was like holy shit. That I've heard about St. Louis. Bobby's mentioned that. I think Blaze was there at some point. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one uh, will uh, maybe. Yeah, that's a, that's like a, a sets off alarm bells when you even start. <laughs> You know, that's their, like, biggest fear. Probably of every um, prison system in every state across the country. Those are, that's their, you know, they have PTSD about that shit. That's their big one. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, just draws on one's attention. You can, you can literally, like, catch a charge for just, like, organizing people in here because they're so afraid of that. And so I don't want to draw undue. We got enough shit to talk about in this episode that might not be too fun for them. So. All right. Well, okay. While we're talking about things that are in the news, the I think it's the guy that had the horns on his head at the um, at the yeah, yeah. yeah at, um, shaman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank uh, you for using. Yo, yo, I'm here. Yeah, we good. I think we're good, but we should probably put out a disclaimer that um, if the audio doesn't sound perfect, or you know, there, we got some things going on that um, yeah, in this one phone call with. But we can't really talk about it. So getting back to the uh, the Q shaman, I guess he's being held in Virginia. And have you have you seen that he's uh, he's on like some sort of hunger strike because he no. only eats organic food and he can't get um, I guess he can't get his organic food, so he's like piss off wankers. And I, from what I understand, like a judge moved him or you know is like kind of siding with him a little bit. I don't know. I I haven't kept up. If, if the judge is, it's because of the eyes on this case. Um, they don't give a fuck about that. If it's part of your religious thing, like kosher and Buddhist diet that you used to be able to do back in the day, and you'd have to take little tests to prove you were Buddhist or you have to state before noble truth, faithful cat, stuff like that, and uh, same with the kosher, and you'd get better food. Um, but they got rid of that by um, just making a vegan diet or vegetarian diet and just giving that to everyone just across the board. So basically, if you're kosher, you that you just don't get to eat meat because it's easier. Technically, that's not violating any of the yeah. So if the judge is doing that, it's like it's most likely almost assuredly that it's because there's eyes on it, not because you're definitely not getting from all organic shit. I don't give a fuck what you say. That you have to sue to go up to the Supreme Court and they have to force your state to give you rights and uh, uh, diet rights, which are well, religious are the only way. So I don't know what religion Hey, I'm gonna have to ask are. you, uh can you can you stay up on your mic pretty close? Are you, yeah. You're, um, yeah. I don't know if it's our new different connection. Or, yeah, uh, it probably is, and that's a bummer. How's this? Is this all right? Yeah, you sound a lot better. Uh, Virginia, right. I, I feel like I just saw or read that Virginia's passing a bunch of positive stuff as far as uh, prison reform goes. 
Um, I, I'm not, right. not educated on it enough to speak to it, but once we start doing more uh, reform type stuff, uh, yeah. then uh, maybe I can get into it further. But getting back to the shaman, we had I had two different, um, maybe three different people that uh, listen send me messages that that actually send me a link to an article about this dude demanding um, organic um, food, and and they all said the same thing. Bobby can get organic pizza, corn, and lettuce. <laughs> Which is exactly what I want. Yeah, no. No, that's, uh, yeah, that's definitely not happening. And we've talked about this, but the, the whole diet situation is, I think, I think in 50 years, when we understand more undeniably um, the link between diet and the right to a healthy diet and health and mental well-being and all that stuff, we're going to look back and be like, that, that was one of the big tragedies that no one's talking about in here. Being in here, that's a huge one. What you choose to integrate into your body for survival and make a part of your damn body for fuel and all that stuff, that, that's a thing that, that worries me. You know what I mean? I'm exercising. I'm doing all that stuff, meditating and staying busy, but I can't control that. I'm just, there's nothing but gas station food to put in to, to eat, you know, and uh, pizza corn lettuce. So, yeah, I just read Which, it. That's all that we've, we've been on is pizza corn lettuce because there is no, no one's had any food or I just read an article uh, uh, yesterday, maybe the day before that, and it was going over all the links between, or I guess it's been studied a little bit more than I had ever thought, but the uh, what you ingest, not just for your physical well-being, oh but your God. mental health. What's the matter? Nothing. Just, uh, this is just going to bump me out. Go ahead. Yeah, mental health, uh, extreme links to what you eat and um, your mental health status. And uh, I think I even read one study that they studied teenagers uh, across Europe and America, and a lot of uh, uh, teenage depression, they were able to link to a fatty diet or diets that didn't have as much whole grains or fruits and vegetables. And What? Yeah. Oh, so uh, a Seven Eleven diet isn't the... Uh best for oh, who would have fucking thunk that good thing they put a study together to figure that out yeah it's uh yeah that's the thing that that bothers me but it kind of plays into some of the stuff that's been happening it just not lately but it was in this whole outbreak so walk exactly. walk us through what that looks like we are we're all like scabies yeah, so, so uh, you're locked down you got uh, zip ties on your locker your foot locker well here's the thing so, so i should break down into days right so the plan was 24 hours on complete lockdown while we take these pills that's based on our weight. Um, that's why they, you know, they waited. I ended up getting six pills. The neighbor kid got five. So I, I told them I don't, I started making proclamations that I don't hang out with anyone that took less than six pills before the thing because they're too light in the ass. And if shit goes down, they won't be able to defend me. So I was yelling that throughout the thing. And he was upset. So the first day supposed to be on lockdown for whatever reason, I don't know. They come by, look at your shit, stay up on the mic. Up, get get your um, get your pills. Let me let me hit you back. All right. If this one if this one's bad, real quick. All right, I'm here. All right. Thank you for using G. All right. All right. You sound better. You didn't sound terrible before, but if if you weren't like directly yeah. speaking into it, then it was a uh... yeah. I was all over it. I was all over the mic. 
So, um, yeah, so day one was supposed to be take our pills. We don't leave our cell for 24 hours. They bring our trays over there as they would in like the hole. And so that was our, but they played, they said, listen, just 24 hours after we seal your shit up, you stay in there. And then the next three days you're out and everything's pretty much normal. You just don't have your property. But, uh, but you know, there's some things you got to do at the beginning of day two showers and, and stuff like that to make sure everything's good. We'll get your new bedroll and then everything will be normal. Uh, that's not what happened. Um, we ended up staying on lockdown for a, a long time. And, um, you know, I can go through this if you, if you, if I hit any point where you need, this isn't something that, um, I've been able to sit down on and kind of process like, Oh, this is how I would tell this story. This is more like in the moment kind of relaying it as I'm still in it, you know, with my head a little foggy and like, what day was this that happened? Because we, I haven't had any, we weren't allowed papers or paper and pen or pencils even. So I couldn't take notes on stuff. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah. So you can't even so, yeah. do your creative writing. Yeah. Well, I had my tablet, but I, there's something about like me jotting down notes as, as I go and, and stuff like that, that, uh, that I just don't use the tablet for, which I kind of had to a little bit, but yeah, I said, but the point is that I don't have all this shit laid out properly as like, you know, story arc time when I get to doing my thing. Your creative so, process. Yeah. This is the, yeah, this is in the moment and, uh, kind of like figuring this out as, as we go. So yeah, it, it turned out not to be what we thought, you know? So day one was, day one was really, I, you know, I stayed up the night before, like kind of organizing my shit and got my hands on some trash bags ahead of time. And, you know, they were going to come by in the morning and make sure you didn't have anything but toothpaste, toothbrush, state shoes, one pair of state blues. TV and a tablet. That was it. That's all you could have. And any medicine. You know, we went through. There's no coffee, no food, nothing. And then you look through. They make sure you don't get have the shit. They put these like on like uh, zip ties, tamper-proof zip ties, through your Foot Locker lock and then through your actual locker lock. If you have a Foot Locker, they do both. And then you know, time to go. So the whole thing before this is, you know, we're all convicts in here. Is how well are they going to search our cell? Because I'm going to get caffeine headaches if I don't have my shit. You know what I mean? And then it's like, oh, what about deodorant? How are we going to do that? And then, you know, there's all these, uh, to me, I'm like, I don't wear whitey tighties. What about boxers? So, um... What about uh, noodles? The guy comes... Food? Yeah. Yeah, see, now that's a thing that, that's going to be hard. If you are going to, like, if someone was going to tuck I, I'll just make this clear. I did absolutely nothing because I'm a good boy and I do what I'm supposed to. But there's certain people I know. There's this guy in here I know that that may have uh, stashed away some a few things. But food is hard. It's bulky. It's big. It's noisy. And, uh, you know, those cells are small. They're, what, six by ten? And there's only, and especially when you have everything put away, there's really not anywhere to really hide something like that. But a couple of shots of coffee, you might be able to. This guy I knew may have uh, took a couple of stitches out of his pillow, flattened out some coffee and uh, a sandwich bag, wrapped it in toilet paper, and got it in there to be taken out later um, with a couple of pairs of boxers. Um, and also um, took, like, shaved a good inch off the top of his deodorant and put it in a bag and kind of flattened it out. And like laced it on top of one of the bars, so it was just there. 
and then once the, the, the search was done, peeled it off and put it, you know, back inside of a bag and then could just apply it as needed for the rest of the day of this stuff, of this stuff. So they ended up coming through, the guy comes through and he's a, he's a non-regular and he doesn't really look at shit to where I think everyone in the unit was like, God damn it. I could have got, you know what I mean? I could have had fucking shit. I could have just tucked it or whatever. But, uh, you know, only people who were prepared had, had a couple of things set aside. And and those little luxuries were, were a lot and kind of remind you of the importance of, you know, when there's just an average, you know your life's fucked up, but it also is important to remember that a normal everyday prison day is something we take for granted, even in here. And we're like, dude, life sucks. But when you're on this shit, you don't have anything. You're like, man, if I could just have a, a soup and a cup of coffee and deodorant and <laughs> five boxers, and a clean set of clothes and a coat, then I'd be, well, life wouldn't be so bad, you know, once <laughs> it's taken away, which is, you got to really strain to find the positive. That's one of the positive things. So they come through the first day and do all that shit, zip tie all our stuff up, um, make us put our coat and all of our, like anything we've worn in the last three days, which basically is just a couple blues. I packed everything away. I wanted to, I don't trust the laundry. So blues, Whites, two bags of laundry, turn them in, and and that first day, and then you're locked in your cell. It's level four shit. A lot of kickets with the neighbor kid. A lot of kicking it out the door with people. And um, the one thing everyone seemed to forget, and it would have been so easy to, to tuck a little seasoning packet, was seasoning for the food. Just like in the hole, people want seasoning sent over there because the food is ridiculous. There's no like seasoning, and even the one guy I know that, that seemed to think of a bunch of stuff didn't have that, and he was kicking himself for it. Just eating just bland mush. Like, motherfucker. Hey, can I, can I interrupt with a Freddy interruption just real quick? You, you should. We all know, well, I know we don't talk about him much, but neighbor kid, your, um, the 20-year-old neighbor who mm-hmm. makes questionable decisions sometimes, and, you know, whatever. Oh, my God. We'll just refer to him as oh, H-dubs. But... Uh, yeah. We hear about him sometimes, but we never hear who's on your other side. It used to be. You remember who it used to be? Idiot neighbor Rio. Yeah, it's this dude, Katie, this older cat who's been down about as long as me. He's probably around my age, maybe a couple years older, bald, gray, gray and black beard, Muslim dude. I believe he's Muslim. No, maybe he's not. Uh, quiet as hell. I said, I want one of two things. I want another. Um, Idiot neighbor Rio, which is really rare. A character. Oh, I want someone who doesn't talk. Yeah, someone who doesn't talk, talk at all. And Katie is cool. He's a nice guy. We, um, he doesn't always have all this. You know, he's not. He doesn't. He's not fully blessed. He's not really fucked up in there either. But you know, I'll just when I make burritos, I'll just hey bro, what are you eating tonight? And if he says nothing, I'll go here, bro. And I don't make a big deal out of it here. And uh, he's just always real grateful and. and he doesn't. He doesn't eat apples. And during all this shit, we're really limited food. And he just makes you just stop line dropping off at apples. Here, like here, you want this here? As a you know, as a little fucking turn gesture. He's a, he's a good guy. He's a great neighbor to have. He hears you. Doesn't say shit. Um, the other day, he asked me what channel I was talking about because there was this World War Two thing on history, which is rare for him. I was talking to the neighbor kid about it, and uh, yeah, he's a, he's a good neighbor, man. Okay. KD, what's up? Yeah. What up? Another character for the yeah, NFTP so, program. Yeah, he's good, man. I like him. 
loves chips at this thing. Yeah, chips. So, uh, chips over. Yeah. So day that was day that was day one, and uh, you know, day two. The big promise of day two was that we were going to be off the shit. But this is what had to happen first, right? So this is the plan. And let me just. I feel like a lot of places would have fucked this up. But pizza coin lettuce station. Come on. They so the plan was. We wake up early, right? We were supposed to be off lockdown on day two, but we had to do one thing. We had to strip our beds, of our sheets and stuff, shower, get a new, get get our blues back, a new bed roll on the way out of the shower, and then we'd all be good and everything would be back to normal. Well, the laundry starts coming back, and blues were the things we needed because we needed blues to change back into. We needed clean ones to change back into after we get out of the shower. Even though they had ones to issue us, it was weird. So you couldn't go get in the shower until your blues came back. Now, they didn't come back uniformly. They came back slowly, and they came back with whites, too. Like, why are you guys doing whites right now? It's the blues. So people get they, they get about half people get blues, and then they start calling them as they come, the bags come in, and they come down here. They stand in line. They get their, their, their little uh, lockdown scabies quarantine bag. And it's like a little tiny thing of soap. Shampoo, a little thing of clear deodorant, like the size of like two fingers. That literally doesn't smell. Like, I think it's water. I think it's like gelled water. Um, a toothbrush and some clear toothpaste. And then they, they give you some towels, like just the shit you need. And then you go shower. You get out. You get your bedroll. Oh, before that, you're supposed to you strip all your stuff down off your bed. And you turn in any mat that you didn't want. So like your sleepwear. So... They have us strip all the shit down before all this. So I have no blankets or anything on my mat. And I go to turn my mat in, but I come downstairs and see the new ones. See, I know better. Everyone else started piling their mats down on the bulkhead, um, the end of the gallery. And there's just piles of mats. And I went and I waited. I'm like, I'm not going to be sitting here without a mat for hours. Who knows how long it's going to take to get a new mat? Which ended up, people didn't, there were people that didn't have mats until 10 at night that night. Mm. But I came and checked, and they were Vogue mattresses. They were old ones that had just been like, cleaned. And so if you there were maybe 10 good ones. So if you didn't get one of those, you were screwed. So I kept mine. Meanwhile, there's, on the pile of mats, you look down, and there's people that have them piled up. And, like, kids sledding are doing flips into the mats off of stuff. Now, this is a scabies outbreak. <laughs> like, what are you guys doing? Wait, like, you're, the, did like you you're just sledding? No, like... But you know, like you pile mattresses and do flips onto them and jump off and, and roll around on them and kind of, you know what I mean? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Like so run, get a running. There's prison parkour going on? Yeah, there's like 40 year olds mixed in with like 20 year olds and you just look over and, and even like most of the other people are like, come on. The neighbor kid pointed out, he's like, look at these idiots. But he was more like, they look stupid. And I was like, well, they're having fun, but it is during a scabies outbreak. Why are you guys rolling around in other people's? unsheeted mat like what, what are you fucking this is why we're not allowed to do anything because we can't be trusted yeah, but <laughs> knock uh, that shit up I, I it would be tough for me not to i mean if i'm locked up and there's no rope swings and i finally get to you know do a cheetah flip and do uh i don't know i might be one of well those no guys. one was stopping them because there was so much hectic shit going on there's a million other things so i'm like look go, like going around they can't keep you where you're supposed to be. So I see that they're the mattresses are shit. So I put mine back in there. But we did have to strip all of our stuff out. A guy came around and took all of our blankets and sheets. So now we have nothing. We just have a bare fucked up mat in there. 
if you capture mad. A lot of people, like I said, got rid of them. So the so the goal is to, like I said, get your blues. Once you get your blues, you can go through the line, get your stuff, shower, get your new bedroll, which is like your sheet, your blanket, all that stuff, and then go up and put your bed together, and everything's fine. And once everyone's done with that, everything's back to normal. Fast forward to seven at night, and I still don't have my blues. There's probably 10% of the people that their blues never came back. And of course it's me. I don't have my fucking blues. And, uh, and now I've got a, a, a sticky 40 year old mat with no sheets or no blanket or anything on it. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, and there's just a line that go, stretches the whole fucking unit. And I'm like, what the, f-? I'm just going down there. I'm like, if I, and then I ended up getting my whites back, which don't matter. That doesn't get you into the shower. So. So, um, you got to have blues to take a shower, said, so you still can't even shower. So this is what I plan on doing. If I get my whites back, I dump those out, I take my blues off, put them in, put them in that bag as if I got new, clean blues, and um, wear like the t-shirt and orange shorts that I said I had got. I got orange shorts from the neighbor kid, and uh, my shower shoes down there, and like, hey, here's my clean ones, and so I could go. Um, but I, but I get my whites back. And so I go down there with my, my laundry bag and end up, end up making it through the line and shit. And, um, it's shower time. And instead of like there being one person separated, like we normally do with like four people in each one and all the young like kids are like, all like, I'm not going in. I'm shining. You know, so like get your ass in there. Uh, we're anyone over the age of 30 that's been down for a couple of years is like, yeah, fuck it. Let's go. I didn't give a shit. I'm like, let's go. Let's do this. I can get out, get my bed roll and get my, you have, one minute remaining. Put together. So that stretched out into two days. Under normal circumstances, um, in a prison shower, you would never stand next to another dude. Even if there is four yeah. shower heads, you just always divide, you know, one shower head, nobody's at. Right? Yeah, yeah. But, but in, now in it's this, like... In this critical, you know, everybody needs to get a shower, you know, this is it's a jacked up moment, so it's like, hey, I don't give a fuck. Just, you know, everybody, nobody look at my I'm piece, just... and it will be fine. I don't even give a shit about that. It's just been days. I didn't sleep the day before because I knew I had to wake up and pack everything up. And and then we packed everything up. We're on lockdown. So I'm just tired. I just want to get back. Once I got sheets on my bed and I can lay back, I, I'm fine. I don't care about the chaos going on. And so that like, was my number one goal. And I luckily, I ended up getting it done. I was one of the later people to get it done by, by like 8 or 9 at night that night. Um, didn't get a pillow until like midnight and didn't they still don't have a pillowcase and they came back around thank you for using G- there were um there were some shenanigans that go in like so when everyone's standing in the line to get your shit they got some blues there they got some white t-shirts they got socks and there there's there's one or two go-getters in this motherfucker that they're convicts man <laughs> they're just snatch 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 <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> and it's like yeah yeah, I like to see that. I'm not taking part in that fully, but uh, it's funny to see. Like, I need I need about 50 extra shirts. <laughs> that may, may or may not but be I my need. size. Yeah, no, no, definitely weren't all this person's size, but, there, but there's a market. There's a black market. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, was, and, uh, I was wondering how commerce was. It? Like, if you're a fudge guy or a taffy guy, like, all that shit must be shut down when something like this goes through. Goes through. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's big. What normally go for a soup, coffee shops are going for a dollar. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, at this point, at this moment, uh, the Sparty one may or may 
may or may not have stuffed a bag into the toilet that he was going to retrieve the stuff that did a test run the day before, but stuck it in too far that when he went to reach back and it was just gone. I don't know if it's from other people flushing because they're all connected and kind of folded in there. <laughs> so uh, he lost that one, but he had a backup. So he was on the market. Um, the guy, the guy, one guy I know that I think we all know um, had definitely had some, but not for that purpose, just for personal purpose. Didn't want to get all of them and things like that. So, so yeah, so we were supposed to be off on day two. All that shit happened. And then day three comes around and the morning yard's partially open once they take care of all that stuff. And then that's when I snuck out on the way to Chow. I seen the phones were open in the yard. And I'm like, they didn't say it wasn't open. And I went and called mom real quick and then got off. And it turns out the outside yard wasn't open. And, but this cool thing happened. So we're all annoyed. This is day three in the afternoon. We're all like laid back for count time. And we've all finally got settled. We've all got bed rolls. We've all got our pillows. You know, we've taken our showers now a day later or whatever it was. And now we're all in there. And usually they make announcements that you know, all the viewers have heard them, you've heard them. They're startling and nerve-wracking because they're usually not good and whatever. Like they just announced a bunch of people that had to go over to property when I was in line to talk to you. And I was like, yeah, shit, I got stuff to do. I hope they don't call me. Anyways. We hear like a, a voice that, you know, that we've never really heard before. It's an unfamiliar voice. And it's not on the intercom. And, and a couple of us go to our bars and there's a, an off-brand CEO that doesn't always work in here, a, a, a woman that's on, I think, the second gallery, which is right in the middle. And she's on the other side, opposite side of me. And she's saying, listen, we're short on sheets and blankets. And there's people without sheets and blankets. And other in another unit, the one we're connected to, I assume ten block, and we don't have enough. If anyone has any extra, which no one has extra, we don't even have enough. Like we are shorted. Um, like we we're supposed to get four sheets, we only got two. We we're supposed to get two pillowcases, we got none. Some of us I didn't do, and then we get two blankets. And so she's like, if anyone's got any, you know. And I look around, I expect uh, now our cell doors are unlocked, but we're not out. We're still, we have to be in ourselves. And I look around, and there's people leaning their heads out because they want to know what's going on. And as she's saying it, sheets and blankets just start floating down on the base. Now, most people were smart enough to put them in trash bags and throw them out there. Some of them were just throwing them. I'm like, they're not going to be able to use those. She just said, like, the laundry's fucked up. And, and it was, like, a really, this really dope moment where I was had to shift my thinking. I usually, that's like the stuff I jump at. But in this moment, I was in survival mode. Like, I actually need more sheets and I need more blankets. I'm definitely, you know, I was so worried about that. But I've seen everyone, so many other people go back to their cell, disappear from their doorway and come out and throw a blanket out, a sheet out, you know. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Give, you've got two blankets. Go give one up. You'll survive without one. I usually have one to hang up to have privacy as a shit sheet. And then I have one to kind of like use as like a pillow type thing or to cover up with. So I go in there and empty the one trash bag I got out and I throw a sheet and a blanket in there, tie it up so it stays clean and talk, parachute it off the, the gallery and it falls. And there was just a cool moment of all these people who you would think in the moment where they'd be the most fucking selfish, who aren't in line, people who are damaged throwaway people deemed by society, that this lady asking us to help other inmates wasn't even questioned and they got more than the shit they needed and it was just a moving moment for me i was like this is this is, that was really heartening really surprising too and uh 
So people are are like you're on the third or fourth uh, story up, right? And you're you're just bombs yeah. away towards the middle. You just you know you just you know you know uh, there's probably nobody standing like how they there. So bombs away. Yeah, there's no one there, and that's you know how they do with contraband. Like, hey, grace period, throw your shit out now if you don't, and people throw it. But this was like, hey, we need stuff. And, uh, and people actually were helping people. They're helping people in a whole different unit that they don't even know. That they don't know. Like, yeah, that, yeah. It, it would suck. I got two I got two sheets or blankets, whatever. Uh, so, fuck it. I'll, I'll go down to one just so some dude I don't know that yeah, I, might, I might not even like. Mat. Yeah, so he can. Because yeah. that is some. Now, meanwhile, on the outside, I'm hoarding toilet paper like a motherfucker. If somebody, if my if my neighbor <laughs> yeah. came over here and needed toilet, uh, nah, fresh out. <laughs> I stopped using toilet paper altogether. Just using my hand. Yeah, here's some. Oh, by paper. the way, it's nice to see you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was cool, man. And I even like that was one of the things. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta remember this. And I, and it it wasn't until after I sat down, but in the moment I felt like I'm like, oh, so you're not gonna throw something out there, you piece of like this is the thought I'm having in my head. And then it was a good wake-up call. But, yeah, it was really uh, – that was beautiful to see, man. And that's not no contrived shit that I'm like, well, let's make something. It, it was a cool thing, man. So that was day three, day before yesterday. And, yeah, so they got – it was nice. And we still – I still am a blanket short and a sheet, and three sheets sheet short right now. We'll probably never get them back. And they know this place. They knew that when they did it. And it was just cool, man. It was cool to see. And then day four was a Super Bowl, which was in. The, they say it was too cold to open outside yard, but we know what it is. Got our Super Bowl bags, and uh, we've been hungry for four days with many people without coffee for four days or dinner for four days. Uh, today's day five. We're supposed to wake up and be able to open our our lockers are supposed to be open today, or they're supposed to give us the go ahead. It hasn't happened yet, and there hasn't been any announcement yet, so we're kind of sitting in limbo, which is a what, what, what's so. a Super Bowl bag? Um, so they don't really want to have people over there cooking and cleaning and doing all the kitchen shit. So they put together like a little sub, the makings for a little sub for you, a lettuce, tomato, onion, carrots, and celery for like a little snack thing, a bag of chips, a little thing of cookies, and then the meat and cheese for the little sub. Now, normally I just eat my one sub. Uh, last year they gave us a full bag of chips, but Normally, I'll just eat that, and then I'll soup it up with some of my other, you know, accoutrement of my, uh, my food pro- produce. But we don't have any of that, and we're starving, like, so hungry in the middle of the night. Like, I was, like, bringing, like, beans back from chow in, like, a little styrofoam cup I'd bring over this. Jeez, and you hate beans. Beans is what you hate the oh, most in there. <laughs> hate them. And they ended up finding some salt, which helped. But uh, I ended up buying a bag someone's um, Super Bowl bag for a, a shot of mud, a.k.a. coffee, and $2 when we open our shit up. So I had two subs yesterday, two bags of chips, and uh, got to watch the Chiefs get their goddamn heads kicked in, which I didn't really watch. I had to stand in the phone line. But... So, yeah, so. Joey called me in the middle. Enough. GR Juice called me in the middle of the Super Bowl yesterday, and I always try to answer if you or Juice or – you know, anybody, you know, relate, anybody locked up is going to call me. I'm like, yeah. I look at my phone and I'm like, what the fuck are you? No, I'm not answering. How dare I was mad at him. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. I, it's the, uh, it's the third quarter, you 
nunce? What are you doing? <laughs> sorry, you, sorry, did dude. you pick up? No, I didn't. Okay, you want to know what he would have said? Boom, hammered. <laughs> That's clearly <laughs> what only reason he was calling. He yeah. probably they do it right over there, so they they get lit up on uh, Super Bowl and. Uh, yeah, that's all it would have been. Are you sure, I don't know why you would be calling during. <laughs> man, what the fuck's going on, man? Greatest of all time. No. So, yeah, that's a little synopsis. You know, there's so many more little stories to delve into, but I would like to get a little bit of distance from it, let it all unfold. And, uh, and yeah, so I've been, you know, without phone. I, I Oh, I received some great JPay messages from viewers out there, some new ones, and a bunch of from the usual suspects the three usual suspects and um they were just great man i got one from this guy brian who was uh just wrote the most heartfelt sincere little thing and you know he he's a um, killer termite and got turned on our shit and you know one of the things i hear a lot is which i i definitely wasn't our intention and i don't know how much it would surprise i guess some of it surprises by the amount of people that say Hey man, like I got mental health, um, and I'm not trying to put Brian on blast. You know, I'm not using this last name or anything, but I got mental health and addiction issues. And you guys talking about that, that like that shit fucking helps me. And I was kind of talking to Jen about that aspect. That kind of it's nice, man. It's like it's like that's the one lasting. That's the thing that means the most to me about what we've been doing. And you help a lot of people who maybe feel guilt about struggling and, and hearing how open you are and, and how willing you are to talk about it, I think makes them more comfortable. And then obviously the mental health shit that both of us talk about. And uh, what a beautiful little side of effect of two nunces just chopping it up and being ridiculous over over $4 phone call, 15-minute phone calls. You know what I mean? It's beautiful. So thanks for everyone that uh, reached out on that when I was finally able to plug up two days ago. I got a barrage of uh, JPay messages, and it was nice. Yeah, uh, I yeah, that is a pretty cool aspect. And I, Freddie, Freddie's not doing great, but we can maybe get yeah. to that. Uh, I don't know. We're, we're going to run out of time, and I want to get to we. I've got I've received some viewer messages. Oh yeah, and I want to get to the viewer messages. Uh, yeah, and yeah, and I after we do <laughs> what that, what an idiot! What do a little teaser? Freddie's not doing well. We're going to save that for later, assuming there is a later. Let's get to you. Like, right. What an idiot. So uh, I, was, I, was, I was complaining to Bobby this morning. Uh, you know, we didn't have much of a pre-show. Oh, we don't time. have to. We can leave it like that. Okay. It's just hilarious that, that you do that. Well, Freddie's not doing so well. And on to the next topic. <laughs> okay. All right. So, yeah. So I've got some viewer uh, messages. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, you haven't got to hear them yet, so let's just. No. Uh, here's an easy one. This one, this one is uh, this one, you know, tells its own story. Oh God damn it! What if you had volume? If you had volume, you think you could hear it? Hey, Captain Freddy Schnurks. I want an update when you reach thirty packs because. Uh... This is not gonna go down. I believe it's only gonna go up. Uh, shout out to Chino. Uh, love the show. Keep it up. Your boy, Ladies Wear. All right, Ladies Wear left yeah. one. That's that's nice of him. That's cool. Crank the volume up a little bit on those. It was almost kind of hard to hear. I could tell by his raspy. When you can tell someone's a redhead from the the, the raspy tenor in their voice, 
you know you're dealing with a real gem. Uh-oh, announcement. Whatever, we're ignoring them. So, uh, yeah, so nice to hear from Ladies Wear. He's been feeling neglected lately. Not my fault. It did sound like it, the volume wasn't up very high, but somehow when I when I replay these back on the board, if I match the levels of you or me, it, it comes out booming once I... Okay, well, then I, don't do it. I'll, I'll just I'll listen. Yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it as where I think it's still going to be loud, but not right. super loud. And now, this one is an interesting one that... It's probably one of those ones that you're going to be mad I play because it's not a great one, but uh, I, I like it. Just I'm already because, mad. Uh, well, it's, uh, well, how about this? I shouldn't have said anything about it. This comes from uh, Killer Termite, and it says, To Robbie with love, Killer Termite. And Who's that? You have one minute remaining. Oh, damn it. And they use the name Snow White. So I think All it's right. less than a minute, so... Let it rip. Yeah. Hi, Robbie, my little chinny weenie. How's my next baby doing in the big house today? I've <laughs> so enjoyed being pen pals with you lately and can't wait when you can get out so you can put that big Asian chopstick in my soy sauce. Don't tell that little New York cunt about our newfound jungle love with your little snow white trumper. I want to be your geisha girl forever. <laughs> And tell that Neanderthal bard to keep his or her fucking hands off you. Bye. <laughs> oh, why would I hate that? Well, I don't know. Jen, you're out of there. Yeah, uh, Jen gets called the C word. That was a. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. But I, dude's obviously going into character, so it's not like he did it. So I, I don't know. Uh, oh, dude. Thank you for using GTA. You mean to tell me that, that that eloquent vixen is a man doing a character? I don't believe it. I refuse to believe it. That's my new girlfriend. Hi, Robbie, my little chinny weenie. How's my <laughs> next baby doing in the big house? To- I, yeah, uh, I I think that's a dude doing a... Yeah, I could be wrong. Uh, You're wrong. Okay. Okay, Robbie, whatevs. His little yeah, teeny weenie. That's not my pet name. There's, there's, there's uh, some uh, homosexual uh, jokes in there that are a little bit eh. There's some Asian tropes in there that are a little bit eh. But mm-hmm. uh, probably probably not something we're going to edit. I mean, what, you know, that's, I think that's all above board. Well, what's shots. up? You're PC police. You're PC police. You want to reel that one in? You want to, you want to uh, land lambast that bastard no that beautiful like matter of fact don't because i will come to her defense and you better not no i think because I think we're so. officially right. a thing now so i got i got some more i got uh we had another toker sent us one he sent us uh it's in two parts i'm just gonna play him back to back and i i like this one or i like both of them uh, but particularly the second one but here we yeah, go that's a lie toker that's a, a lie pick we don't know I know Bobby probably has more phones than he can handle right now, but let's start over. I got a bone Shut to pick up. with you two. I know Bobby probably has more bones than he can handle right now, but what in the non-American crap are you two doing, begging for foreign accents? Are you two entrepreneuring goofballs starting a voice loop? Bobby Exotica Parnell. I wonder if you can get peroxide to keep your hair did. Now you hanging with Joe Marshall and the Nine Finger makes more sense. I know you won't get it, but in five and a half years it'll hit you. 
Now Freddy's turning the boat into a fucking ark to haul voices around to preserve society. That's what the world needs now. A drunken tree hugger trying to save bushes in Florida while wearing his t-shirts inside out. Is Salt the main ingredient in a retard? Because it looks like you two are making a double batch. If you window lickers want to go down that road, just do me a favor and don't wear a seatbelt. Oh yeah, the Dow House sounds like one of them pussy fed joints. <laughs> uh, they taught him to fucking... Uh, they definitely taught him to write in this pussy fed joint he was at. And they uh, he got out right before they taught him how to read without uh, sounding like he's reading a goddamn fucking script. You fucking, you fucking bastard. I like it. Well written. He kept it concise. Uh, Shut up. Pretty clear. And I love it that he had. Yeah, it was all right. The, the, he, he pulls back the Fed joint joke, which is an inside joke that I don't know if we're going to explain, but there's a little riff between Toker and, um, and Chino. Yeah, well, you know, I shit on the ones I love, and he and, and old Toker's been to the Fred joint, and I've mentioned this on the podcast before. I said something he'll fucking remind you of every fucking chance he gets. <laughs> and then he wrote me back after he heard that one. I forgot, you know, because we'll record him and they'll come out later. I just get a message from him. I'll never mention it again then. <laughs> like, all right. What's he talking Oh, he must have heard that. Episode. I'm glad he's taking part. And it's cute uh, when you're uh, little homies. What do they say, uh? Imitation is the sincerest form of a blow jobbery. Nice. I like it. Yeah, and I applaud the uh, viewer participation. I think it's great. Snow White, oh, Joker, yeah. Ladies Wear. Uh, you really like that there's some sort of uh, rift between me and oh, Toker. And I just got a message from him that said, this is all it said. You started it. Remember, you started it. Don't know what it means. It doesn't. It sounds ominous and threatening, which is fine. And, uh, yeah, so it's good. I like how you didn't play the second one. Or was the second one in there? I just fell asleep in the middle of it. What, what happened? No, I liked it. Yeah, I like the concept that uh, we're starting a voice zoo. And I like it that, well, my man's in Georgia, and he he probably has a little bit more patriotism than than maybe I do. So he's like, no, we don't need no fucking foreign accents. What, what yeah, I actually like it. That? Yeah, I like his shtick that we're – American hating fucking assholes, and you are goddamn. I'm the part I really liked, which was dead on, is the the, the tree hugging hippie shot that you, Toker. Uh, I'm with you on that one. We'll collaborate. Yeah, sure. that's the only part that I think he went a little overboard. Uh, the the drunken tree hugging or alcoholic tree hugger with his shirt inside out, licking windows or some such. That's you know, <laughs> it was actually pretty decent yeah. for a kid that was let go on early release for mental deficiencies. <laughs> I don't, I, we haven't discussed too much of his uh, bit, so I don't know that. That's it? Thoughts? <laughs> Fuck you. That's it, the three? Uh, yeah, Ladies wear? That's all I got, yeah. Okay. But that's fun. I mean, all right. I could, if well, you, you know my favorite know. one is still uh, The Foreigner, The Old Gerbs. But, yeah, any of those. I love those. I, I like, uh, you know, I think one of the things that I don't necessarily think we, we would have had to learn from old Douglas interacting with Douglas Stanhope, but I've definitely taken notes. I think this uh, this is both like a chicken or egg. Like, do our personalities line up and that's why we get along or, or vice versa, cause and effect? But he's so... 
he's so accessible with his uh, with his fans and stuff. And I think that like that's the feeling I always got when I was writing with him or talking to him. And you know, that's an important thing. And and yeah, so so we love you guys, and we love you enough to shit on you when we see the opportunity. And that's how you know we really love you. And uh, yeah, I did a lot of shitting on people in the in the last episode that came out. I don't know. It's probably going to be a couple since then. But, uh, yeah, I, <sighs> the swirly one comes down and hold on. The swirly one just comes down and hands me a fucking bottle of, of antacid tums, which is a nice gesture, but I don't want to be handed anything by him. You know what I mean? Oh. Especially. Okay, so I'm sorry. Right, because he's still hot boy. And when they see. Fuck yeah. Yeah, when they see yeah, him hand you but, something, then that that means you're going to get shook down soon over on some bullshit. Yeah, it's whatever. So yeah, um, I'm sorry, Robert Caldwell. You stand before us today, accused of a litany of offenses against society. All right, <laughs> you're getting drop drop happy over here. I like that. One. I'm, yeah, I love that one. It's my favorite one. Um. I feel like we're really, you know, you called the one that came out where we were ranting and we were both red ass and we were shitting on Mitch. Mitch, you piece of shit. By the way, Mitch, you've got off real easy now that I've been on uh, the scabies uh, quarantine. But, but guess what? Coming off it. And I just, until I get a written apology from this guy about invasion of privacy, I don't know where we're going to stand on that. But I don't know. I don't even know what I was saying now. I just got fucking, you brought Mitch up and you're going to say you didn't. But I think you, just by the whole proxy of talking about people who send in questions or comments, you brought Mitch up and I don't appreciate it. You just open the whole floor. All right. Well, let me pivot for you for a second. We were talking about, I don't like to say that uh, you have fans, uh, but we're definitely ha- having. <laughs> yeah, I don't. It, it's unc- it makes, makes me uncomfortable as well. It's very pretentious and assholish. Uh, but I like to think we were building a network of, uh, you know, people that may... Homies. Yeah, exactly, homies. And one of our homies that we kick it with is Zoop. And in that episode, we play Ghost Gerbil's uh, masterpiece, and then we play Zoop's recording, and you say something like, oh, you're just going to throw that turd against the wall? And... Uh, <laughs> And I'm like, oh, man, do I need to reach out to Zoop and just make sure, hey, bud, uh, I'm going to leave this no. in because it's kind of funny, but I don't want I don't want you to think that we're taking shots at you or whatever. But I'm like, nah, Zoop's funny, man. He he gets it. He'll uh, he'll he'll be all right. He's got thick skin. So I let it roll. And then in my DMs, like the, the later on that day, you know, after the thing comes out, he's like, turd against the wall. I laughed my head off. Ha ha ha. And I was like, all right, cool. Uh, then I'm we're reading the temperature correctly. As far as our network cap- goes. Let me say this to the viewers. The captain's more sensitive um, about those. And I'm glad because he's really a buffer for a lot of the stuff I say. And there's been moments where I come back and he's like, you know, I was wondering about you said this. And, and I'll give him this sometimes. I'm like, yeah, I know. Probably went a little ham there. Um, and uh, it's a good to have. But I, I'm more of like the free will and wild shooter. Like I said, I've been canceled by society already. I'm not really. And if you're the type of person who who takes part in the show and you take yourself too seriously not to be shit on then there's the other shows out there for you probably which isn't something you like me saying i don't think but uh it makes me know that the viewers that are around i fuck with the long way as we say here in the joint and i love them 
And, uh, you know, my love language is insults. So, except Mitch, you goddamn loser. You goddamn loser. You did it again. Uh, but you want to know your fucking, your HIV status? That you need a bank account number, Mitch? You want to check his dick now? Like, what do you, what's next? I've also got a little HIV positive. I have also received a request for Team Gen t shirts. But yeah, by who? Well, that doesn't really matter who made the request. Well, who was it by? Who requested it? Was it Zoop? No, no, it wasn't Zoop. Was it Mitch? No, no. It was it was, you know, part of our network. No, it wasn't Toker Uh either. Was it a male or female? It was a female that happens to live in New York. And she thinks that it would be okay. a great idea if we had Team Gen. Listen, just because I, I don't see any reason for – let's simmer down. We don't need to start this up again. Just because I like – Is it Jen? Yes, Jen put in the request for Team Gen. <laughs> but, I love Jen. Okay. I love Jen. Okay. Hey, you hear that, Jen? No, Pistol okay. to the head. Pistol to the head. I love you, Jen. Uh, let's, <laughs> I said I want to do I want to do a whole fucking uh, whole fucking episode of all right Jesus Christ here it is like what what else do I need to say for you to let the kid go I, <laughs> you know what I mean I, for I, you to release to, I, finger in the mail should we really what what I mean pistol to the head jokes uh, <laughs> wow yeah I don't know man you're you're out of line I I am to, to make that connection yeah. What an asshole. I can't be the only one that thought it. Wow. You're the only one that said it. You and Mitch. I guarantee you Mitch mumbled it. Wow. Worried about you, bud. Well, as Jen, there you go, Jen. Are you happy now? Are you you fucking I'm only going to make shit worse. That's all I do. That's all I do. Yeah, we're worried about you, bud. Here, here, over here on Team Jen, we um, we're worried about you. I love Jen. Mm, now you do. Mm-hmm. Take a little bit of heat. Now you got to pander. Mm. I love Jen. I love Jen. I profess my undying, gagging fucking love for the twenty-three-year-old. I'm taking there. This there, year. are you happy? I did it. Now, can you stop treating me like Mitch? I'm now aiming the ship towards the lighthouse. Yeah, directly at it. And, uh, look, I've been, I can't really be held responsible for the way any of this went. Anything I've said during this, this compilation of calls, because I haven't had any food or anything in four fucking days. I haven't been to breakfast, which is, uh, there's no one to blame but me. So that's two pizza corn lettuce steak meals a day. I'm delirious from, starvation and hunger um i have cabin fever from being locked in a cell all the time not being able to go outside and uh you should never have allowed me on the show like this but you did and now you're responsible being a real mitch oh it's on me now the captain all right uh have you heard back from mitch has anyone heard back from mitch did he, did he jump ship <laughs> no but i think he communicates to mama c through facebook I love you, Mitch. That's a lie. I can't stand you. I'm sorry. I tried. Uh, let, let's get directly to the uh, lighthouse. Lighthouse, 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 lighthouse. 
You have one minute remaining. Speaking of turds against walls. To learn more about Bobby and prison reform, go to Why would you want to? Com. Don't. This Don't deserve it. Notes from the pen production. Uh, unfortunately. So, on behalf of all the aforementioned... Turds against... Oh, Jesus. All right. We Turds against walls everywhere. Now, I'm not going to let you fucking finish it. Why would we finish it on anything uh, uh, coherent? We are gone. Yeah, so don't feel like you got one. You got anything worth a damn in the can when you go on your little mental health retreat. <laughs> hey, if the shit is open, I'll hit you. I'm gonna hit you up after uh, after child just to um, just to talk about never doing this show again after that last one. <laughs> yeah, speaking of turds against the wall. Yeah. All right, I got this fucking. Thank you 